Welcome back to Out and About magazine. We are down here at the amazing Shangri-La Hotel, and we're here with a more amazing person. We're here with Lara Tabet. Thank you for joining us, Lara. We look forward to this chat. It's such a pleasure to be with you on today's show, and thank you so much for having me, Marsha. Well, for those who live under a rock, I'm sure they do, if they don't know you, do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, I'm originally Lebanese, born and brought up in Dubai. Um, I majored in hotel management in Switzerland for a few years, came back to Dubai to join the family business, which I did for a very, very long time, until I was headhunted by the first English language TV station that was setting up here in the region, known as NTV, where I ended up having seven shows of my own, which I produced and presented, conducted over 7,000 interviews with celebrities from all around the world, Hollywood, Bollywood, uh, Arab cinema, and then got into the luxury brand business, where I became a brand ambassador for some of the top luxury brands from different parts of Europe. Um, and then I was asked to join the Arab Fashion Council, where I'm the official spokesperson, where we organize two Arab Fashion Weeks here in Dubai every year, during the month of March, as well as October. And um, I'm a philanthropist. I do a little bit of charity work with different organizations around the world. Plus, I'm a member of the UNHCR, which is part of the United Nations. So that's Lara Tabet in a nutshell. That's Lara Tabet in a big nutshell. You do so much. Thank you for what you do for humanity. That is great. It is amazing to have people who don't just look great, but also give back to the community. You're too kind. Thank you. So tell us about what you're doing lately. Um, tell us about your new platform mm -hmm. and how and why you started that. Absolutely. So being part of the Arab Fashion Council, being involved with so many fashion designers, not only locally, but also on a global level, um, I decided to set up Arab Fashionpreneur, which is a platform not only for startups, but well-established businesses that are associated with the fashion industry to help them achieve their targets and goals and take their businesses to the next level. Mm -hmm. So we do that through regional and international workshops, conferences, seminars, um, through hosting networking events, introducing them to the right partners, investors, clients, to help them basically achieve their targets and goals. And like I said earlier, take their businesses to the next level. There's a lack in the market when it comes to connecting designers with certain retailers, certain outlets, where they, they see themselves being in. Mm -hmm. And that's where I come in help them do that and nobody to do fashion better than you thank you right? so much that is a compliment coming from you well you know how much i love your fashion sense I, and your fashion style so it is a true compliment thank you i try you know i learn from the best <laughs> you too time thank now you. tell us about a little bit more about who you would like to come to you to your Arab entrepreneur platform. Absolutely, so Arab fashionpreneur is not only for fashion designers mm -hmm. and people related to the fashion industry, mm -hmm. it's for anybody and everybody out there who is an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. So it could be, uh, let's say a banker, or somebody in, in wealth management, or somebody who's an engineer, mm -hmm. a fashion designer, a makeup artist, a photographer. It's not restricted to the fashion industry. Yes, it does have the title of Arab fashionpreneur mm -hmm. that people automatically assume that it's fashion industry, mm -hmm. but I think, I think there is a fashion statement to be made in each and every industry and sector out there. So it's not restricted to the fashion industry alone. And where do we find you? Um, I'm available on Instagram. I have my Instagram account, Luxury with Lara. I'm available on LinkedIn as Lara Tabit. I'm available on Facebook as Lara Tabit. Um, I've got two other Instagram accounts, Lara Tabit Gallery and Lara Tabit Official. And uh, yeah, I mean, people can, can reach out to me. I'm getting a lot of inquiries via LinkedIn. 
Okay. It seems to be a very, very popular platform where people find you um, in order to, to collaborate, work, and, and um, basically, yeah, achieve their goals. So I think they, a lot of people have approached me via LinkedIn. Okay, fantastic. Now, we know that entrepreneurship is way bigger than it was before. And oh, yeah. there are so many more people who want to join, well, want to come out of the nine to five um, and come into owning their time. Absolutely. Lots of people say they want to own their time. It is a very difficult job to be an entrepreneur. It is. So what advice would you give to a new entrepreneur or someone who's just thinking of coming into entrepreneurship absolutely so you definitely have to start off by loving what you do you've got to be passionate about it because if you're going to leave a, a, a job that's paying you well where you're okay in it's got to be something definitely better to, to take that risk factor and actually leave your security i call it the security mm -hmm. nine to five because it's a it's a regular income that you're getting on a regular basis mm -hmm. so to leave that you've got to definitely have a passion for what you do love what you do you've got to live it breathe it um, give it your 300% commitment um, and I think that's that's uh, that's the key to being a successful entrepreneur hard work we know with hard work the sky's the limit perseverance determination and never giving up never surrendering you'll be you know you'll a lot of people will say you know keep your dream on hold um, you know take it further in two years from now when you've got a bit more finances or when you're a little bit more stable to take it to the next level don't listen to them if your heart is in it go out there fulfill your dreams don't surrender achieve your targets and goals and, and that's my advice to all the entrepreneurs out there but of course start off with passion because without passion nothing is achievable fantastic um because the hard work that it takes you know if you're not passionate as you go along you'll break so Absolutely. you have to go back to that why. Why did I start this? Why do I want to do this? And what do I want to achieve? So Absolutely. And not, not only that, I mean, is there a better feeling in the world than getting paid for something that you love? It doesn't even feel like work anymore because you enjoy it so much and you're getting paid for it. So I think that is the perfect combination. Thank you for that great advice. Now, media guru. <laughs> media has changed so much over the years, especially with social media. Um, what advice would you give to like people like me who are in media about how we pivot? That's the new word. You know, how do we get better at providing media services for the new market? Because the market is completely different to what it was before. Absolutely, absolutely. So the market is extremely dynamic, very fast moving. Uh, content has to be fresh at all mm -hmm. times. You cannot publish something that happened two months ago mm -hmm. today. Mm -hmm. And I see a lot of the media companies doing that. Mm -hmm. So it's it's got to be fresh content. It's got to be up to date. And you're basically allowing people to interact with the latest trends, technologies, whatever, with whatever that's going on out there in the world. So it's got to be fresh, reliable, um, trustworthy content. Uh, that is, for me, the most important thing. Not delivering a message where... Um, where it's not based on reality or true facts that are happening. Yes, no, I, I really do. People are more these days into connecting with the real side of people and the real side of companies. People are now buying people rather yes. than buying products. So if you market yourself very well, then you you know people tend to want to gravitate to you and they, they feel like there's a sense of trust and a sense of you know what i see what that person is doing so i'm going to try and support them along the journey so thank you for that advice um 
what are you doing now in the media industry? What am I doing now in the media industry? So basically, um, Expo is yes. around the corner. Yeah. It's a few days away. I'm definitely going to be very heavily involved in that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to be covering as much local content as we can. Mm-hmm. Uh, for a lot of TV stations out there that want to purchase content and air it on their channels, mm-hmm. Expo is going to be, the, I think, the greatest show to take place in history, which is a show we've been waiting for for the last two years. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, it had to be postponed due to COVID, but now it's there. And there's going to be quite a bit to cover. So we have people coming in from all around the world, as you know, uh, Marcia. So we've got presidents, prime ministers, uh, rulers of different countries here in the region that are flying in, especially for Expo. A lot of transactions are going to be taking place during those six months. So there is quite a bit of content to, to cover, and I think that's where I'm going to be for the next six months, media-wise. Yeah. And I, I'm sure that all the media really wants to be there um, mm-hmm. at the moment as well. Plus, there's a, a few fashion events that are happening as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm uh, working as well on with, with the United uh, UNHCR. Mm-hmm. Uh, UNHCR, so we're planning a very, very big event as well here in the region. Mm-hmm. Um, we specialize in assisting refugees, mainly students, all around the world by giving them a better break at life, by providing them scholarships to get an education, to go to university, which of course gives them a great start to their lives. So that's what we're working on. That's, that's the next big event, uh, media-wise as well, other than Expo, plus a few fashion events in the pipeline. No, that's fantastic. Now you're a product of Dubai, you're a child of Dubai. Um, This country has given us so, so much. Tell us why Dubai? Why should people come to Dubai? Why should you invest in Dubai? There's a million and one reasons why people should come to Dubai. It is not only the most beautiful city in the world, it is the safest city in the world. I think Dubai is the only city that I know where you have over 220 nationalities residing in peace and harmony in one place. Um, It's the best place to bring up your kids. You never have to worry. You can leave your mobile phone in the restaurant, come back three hours later, and you'll still find it there. I don't think that happens anywhere in the world. Um, the vision of His Highness Sheikh Mohammed bin Rashid, what he's been able to create and transform in the region uh, from this beautiful city that used to be one of the most beautiful deserts in the world to the city that hosts the tallest tower in the world, the largest shopping mall with over 1,200 retail outlets, um, the leading airlines of the world, whether it's Emirates Airlines or Etihad, uh, based in Abu Dhabi, etc., etc. The list is never ending. So, um, yeah, there's many reasons to come to Dubai. I mean, for me, Dubai is home. As you know, I'm born and grown up here. So um, I see my future here. I see my children's future and their children's future here. This is the most beautiful place in the world. And uh, yeah, thanks to the leaders that they've created this beautiful paradise, I call it, that we all live in. It sure is. And we've been able to achieve so much that probably in our home countries, we wouldn't even think of those opportunities. So So, true. It is definitely the land of opportunities, especially for women. Yes. I mean, the equality between men and women here in the region is just unbelievable. You've got women in some of the senior, uh, most senior positions. Mm -hmm. I mean, we have female ministers. We have... uh, we have some of the women that are, you know, in, in very many of the leading positions here in the region. So, um, yeah, it's definitely the land for opportunities, not only for women, but of yes. course for men as well. So, yeah. And we are very grateful. We're very grateful to the rulers who welcome us with open arms Absolutely. and give us those opportunities. Absolutely. Now, let's switch gears for a little bit. Um, the pandemic is, we hope, inshallah coming to an end it's been dealt with amazingly well in the uae so you know what um when i speak to my family 
to see the difference in how it's been dealt with here and in London and Jamaica, um, I'm just, I feel so blessed to be able to be in this country. Now, mental health has been at the forefront you know, before COVID and during COVID, it just skyrocketed because mm-hmm. people felt, people were suddenly left alone. Um, they were without family. Um, and, and for men, mental health was always kind of a secret, mm-hmm. you know? So I want you to tell me, if you had a, a message to men, now how do you get better at recognizing the need to look after your mental health? I think in order, not only for men, this message is for mm-hmm. men and women. Mm-hmm. Mental health is, is extremely important and should be addressed and looked into if one does suffer from it. Mm-hmm. But I think the key to improving one's mental health is definitely through exercise, mm-hmm. eating the right food, uh, making sure that you have a life coach or somebody that you can pick up the phone, a buddy. We don't have to have a life coach, but a buddy, somebody that I can just pick up the phone and say, hey, I'm not feeling well. Um, well, you know, give me some advice on this, that, or I'm stuck somewhere. Can you help me overcome that? Mm-hmm. So having a buddy, having a confidant, somebody mm-hmm. that you can confide in mm-hmm. is very important, somebody you can speak to, open up to, and definitely having proper regime of the diet and mm-hmm. exercising. Exercise is extremely important because that's how the blood circulates and that's mm-hmm. what helps not only our physical health but also our mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think for me those are the, the three key things to work to, to, to anybody's mental health. Thank you. Thank yeah. you for that. Um, and it is something that we all need to pay close attention to because those sudden breakdowns, they do come um, and sometimes we just, sometimes we don't recognize that we're having a breakdown, you know, and just to have that other person to say, this is probably what's happening to you and, you know, let's work through this mm-hmm. is so important. Absolutely. Somebody you can talk to. Mm-hmm. And don't forget the amount of fear that was injected into people, yes. families, children, men and women during this pandemic mm-hmm. through the media. I don't want to name any channels, mm-hmm. but of course the big media tycoons. Mm-hmm. I mean, the fear they were injecting globally, mm-hmm. and it is a global pandemic, mm-hmm. that, you know, that, that really destroyed a lot of people's mental health. So I think to overcome that and to get back to mm-hmm. where we were prior to COVID is just focusing on yourself, investing in yourself, whether it's through cuisine, the right food, exercise, mm-hmm. talking to people. Don't keep it inside. Talk about it. If you have a problem, talk about it. Share it with your friends. Share it with your family members. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no shame in not feeling well mentally. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't feel shame. You shouldn't feel um, that you're less than anyone mm-hmm. out there. On the contrary, talk about it. Express it. It helps you It helps you overcome it, actually, mm-hmm. if you talk about it. Thank you so much for that advice. Um, and we've come to the end of our little catch-up, you know, we will catch up again for sure. I hope I, so. <laughs> I'm sure you're going to be doing a lot more. So there'll always be an opportunity to talk um, and to learn about what you're doing that's new. Now, in finishing, I usually finish with the same question. Is there a quote that you live by and why? I have many quotes that I live by. My favorite one is, never judge anyone before walking a mile in their shoe. Another very, very important one is uh, behind every successful woman is a tribe of other women, because I am all about women empowerment. Um, and treat others as you would want to be treated. So for me, those are my favorite quotes. Those are the first three that come to my mind right now. 
Now, we said that was the last question, but you just mentioned something that I want to touch on. I know you're involved with the Woman Entrepreneur Summit, the Female Entrepreneur Summit that's coming up next year. Absolutely. So during the year of COVID, I spent quite a bit of my time interviewing the female uh, successful entrepreneurs here in the region and of course airing their interviews on YouTube and different platforms um, just to, to help them overcome the year of COVID. Um, and of course, uh, working with other organizations, I'm, I'm working with a few Emirati ladies uh, based in Abu Dhabi. We're setting up a platform for women entrepreneurship um, and a very, very important event that is uh, that. I'm going to be hosting with a friend of mine uh, during the month of February is the International Women's Summit. It's all about women empowerment. Um, so I think we're flying in quite a few women from different parts of the world, mainly the US. Uh, people along the lines of Oprah Winfrey, Ivanka Trump, and, and some other famous celebrities that will be flying down to Dubai, especially for this Women Empowerment Forum, uh, which is being organized by my very dear friend, Dr. Daniel Leo Garcia who's based in the US, but has been in Dubai for some time, preparing and organizing for the summit. So it's going to be a very, very big event. We're attracting a very, very huge crowd, not only from the region, but also on a global level. So I think we're all very excited and very much looking forward to this event. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining us. And thank you, Lara. Always amazing catching up with you. And continue to do what you do, not only for women, but for the world. Thank you. Thank you so much, Marsha, for having me on the show today. It has been a true pleasure talking to you and wishing you continued growth and success in everything that you do. You're such an inspiration and a role model to a lot of females out there. So keep doing what you're doing. Thank you very much. And thank you for the support. You know, I can always look to you for support and for energy. Thank you. When I need that energy to get going. Lara, always full of energy. I tell you the same. <laughs> I tell you the same. Thank you so much, Marsha. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, guys.